Welcome to MuggleCast, your weekly ride into the Wizarding World fandom. I'm Andrew. I'm Eric. I'm Micah. And I'm Laura. Put on your thinking cap because your Harry Potter friends are hosting a Harry Potter trivia night to celebrate Halloween. And yes, it is 11 a.m. Eastern on a Saturday, but just just go with it. Um, Listeners are going to be playing live today. And if you're listening after the fact, that's okay. Most of you are because you'll you'll still get to participate in all of the fun. We can actually only host fun quizage live events like this thanks to listener support. So please do visit patreon.com slash mugglecast if you want to support the show and receive early access to the show. Add free episodes, bonus episodes, yearly physical gifts, and much more. So we'll be reading the questions and answers. They are primarily multiple choice questions. And Micah will run through the categories in a minute. But first, let's talk prizes for those who are playing live right now. And this is a announcement. So everybody sit down. <laughs> Five winners will get the very first access to the MuggleCast Overstock store. First place will get to pick two items and the remaining winners will get to pick one item. Now, I know what you're asking. What is the MuggleCast Overstock store? I haven't heard of this before. Or the MCOS for short. <laughs> <laughs> so over the years, we and uh, Lauren and I's podcast, Millennial, we've offered our patrons physical gifts as a reward for your financial support. And over that time, extras from each year have piled up and up and up. And now our closets are no longer for our personal goods, but for spare podcast merch. Uh, so we tried to use the undetectable extension charm on our closets, but it didn't work. So now it's time to free up our closets and get these great gifts in the hands of listeners. So in November, we're launching this store and we have a variety of items available. We've got this year's beanie. We've got signed album art. We've got our 15th anniversary t-shirts. We've got the throwback socks. And Eric has dug up some pickle pack shirts from 2007. Eric has promised us they don't smell. They look and feel and smell uh, brand new. Promise I us. Promise. <laughs> I on a, my vow as a Hufflepuff dressed in Gryffindor colors right now. I promise. Eric will be personally smelling each one before he packs it I, to ensure. I already have. I already have. <laughs> I was very thorough because you told the story of your pickle pack supply shirts getting a little musty or something. They were rotting in my parents' attic where it got very hot every summer. Mine have been in nothing but the finest vacuum sealed plastic since uh, (laughs) taking them to Chicago 15 years ago. Now, so first of all, the pickle pack shirts are in very limited supply. There's only small and mediums available. So just to give everybody a heads up there. Um, But these are truly the last quantities for these items. Once they are gone, they are gone. There will be no more left, which is, I mean, very exciting news for our closets and bad news for everybody else. So today's Quizich Live winners, again, will receive first dibs, and then all Patreon supporters will receive access in early November. Patrons will actually also get a discount code, and patrons will have one week of early access, and then the general public will receive access to the store. So we're very excited about that, and more details to come there. But now it's time for Quizich Live. First off, wanted to give a big thank you to Nicole H., better known, I think, to many of us in the Discord as Legalized Gillyweed, who uh, came up with uh, a number of these questions, actually most of them, uh, which are going to be owl edition questions, 
charms, potions, transfiguration, again, and uh, defense against the dark arts. But uh, we also bookended those questions with some fun, kind of Halloween themed questions. We're going to do Wizarding World candy. So thanks, Eric, for putting those questions together. And we're also going to do some questions on James and Lily Potter, just given the significance of Halloween in their lives. Not the best holiday for them, but uh, the, the questions are uh, are fun. Wow. So hopefully listeners enjoy. It was also their last holiday if we're getting real dark, Micah. Wow. <laughs> it's time for Quizage Live. I know. We're all just quivering with anticipation over here. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. So we're starting with a Halloween candy lightning round. Which chocolate frog card does Ron hope to acquire on the train in year one? Is it Merlin, Dumbledore, Wendelin, Agrippa? What chocolate frog card? Merlin, Dumbledore, Wendelin, Agrippa. Correct answer. Agrippa. 46%. This is a new feature here in Crowdpur. 46% answered correctly. Ooh, yeah. I love how that displays. Yeah, That's I like the, uh, the Halloween colors, too. Oh, did you thank do that, you so Andrew? Much. Yes, yes, as you requested, Micah. Your wish is my command. Such a creative person you are. <laughs> Please. Question two. Uh, this one's tough because it's one of those where you have to see them all and say which one's not correct. Which of the following sweet names is not correct? Is it Drupal's Best Blowing Gum, Birdie Bot's All Flavor Beans, Fizzing Whizbees, or Cockroach Cluster? Well, the one that's not correct, hope you spotted it. B, Birdie Bot's All Flavor Beans. It is, of course, every flavor beans, and they mean every flavor. That was a little tricky. That was a little tricky. We're little tricksters here on Halloween. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried these? Yes. At all? Uh, Yes, they're awful. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Some pretty nasty stuff in there. All right. Which candy does Harry get from Professor Flitwick in book five? Is it a chocolate frog? Ice mice, jelly slugs, or sugar mice? Which candy does Harry get from Flitwick? Chocolate frog, ice mice, jelly slugs, or sugar mice? And the correct answer is sugar mice. 44% answered correct. I wonder how many people chose ice mice because that's so confusing. There's so many candy mice in the Wizarding World. Ice mice, baby. So far, I think... uh... (laughs) We're tripping people up a little bit. (laughs) This is great. It'll be easier with 15 seconds to choose as well. That's true. And also, this is the lightning round. You have plenty of time to course correct. So Yeah, this is just supposed to, this will humble you. This round will humble you. (laughs) Then the other ones uh, that Nicole designed will obliterate you. And then our final question, you know, if you get it, you might still win. I like how I'm over here being the teacher. Like, it's okay. This is a warm up. You can recover. (laughs) And Eric's like, these are here to humble you. (laughs) All right. On to question four. Who does not send Harry a cake for his 14th birthday? Is it? Hagrid, Sirius, Ron, or Hermione. Who does not send Harry a cake for his 14th birthday? Hagrid, Sirius, Ron, or Hermione? And the answer is Hermione. Makes Ooh, sense. Only, Her parents are dentists. Mm-hmm. She knows that sweets are bad for you. Didn't we? We just talked about this on we chapter did. by chapter. Yeah, that was, yeah. I know, that's where I got it. Only 34% answered correctly. Only 34% are listening to our episodes. 
<laughs> All right. Question five. What muggle candy does Harry want to get from the trolley lady in year one? Is it Mars bars, Snickers, Kit Kat, Reese's peanut butter cups? Mars bars, Snickers, Kit Kat, Reese's peanut, but- peanut butter cups. I know which I would go for. Reese's? Yeah. Yeah, same, same. Correct answer, Mars bars. Most people, now that one, a lot of people got right, 84%. I have actually, in my life, have had a Mars bar on the Hogwarts Express. Oh, you lived the dream. I you lived were the Harry. dream. That's special. That was, that was really nice. Question six. What does Harry pay the trolley lady for, quote, something of everything in year one? Does Harry pay seven galleons, seven sickles, seven nuts, zero galleons, 11 sickles, seven nuts, four galleons, two sickles, three nuts, or one galleon? That's that took a lot out of me to say it in 10 (laughs) seconds. I didn't think that through properly. The correct answer was zero galleons, 11 sickles and seven nuts or canutes. Uh, 19% answered correct on that. So this is trip and P. This is a great, you know, wow. shake up. Eric, you're really setting the tone. Halloween. It's all about tricks. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I came prepared. All tricks, no treats here. I think oh. in, uh, that's good. I think in 2023 terms, a would have been the answer though. Inflation probably True. would have hit the Hogwarts <laughs> express trolley. Very difficult or very hard. Question number seven, lucky number seven. In Hogsmeade, Honeydukes makes their own of this item. What do they specialize in? Jelly beans, candy floss, blood pops, or fudge? Jelly beans, candy floss, blood pops, or fudge? What does Honeydukes make their own of? Correct answer is fudge. Not to be confused with Cornelius. (laughs) All right, on to question eight. Dumbledore's office has not had this candy as a password. I like this one. Acid pops, cockroach cluster, pepper imps, or fizzing wispy. Which of these candies was not a password for Dumbledore's office? Acid pops, cockroach cluster, pepper imps, or fizzing wispy? And the answer was pepper imps. Man, I feel like if you ever want to see the headmaster, first of all, it shouldn't be password protected because some people just need to see him. But then second of all, you could just guess a candy and there's a high chance you'll guess it. Maybe too, pe- yeah. too many people want to see him. And he was like, you know what? Password. We've got to do a password. Uh, a good follow up would be when were each of these passwords utilized in the Harry Potter series? Oh, oh. That, yeah. If I were playing Quizich, by the way, here's the other thing. <laughs> this round might be hard, but if I were playing, I would fail. <laughs> It's same, same. This is why we host it, because we couldn't win That's this. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. Question nine. Who gifts Harry some nut brittle for Christmas? Mrs. Weasley, Aunt Marge, Minerva McGonagall, or Hagrid? Who gifts Harry some nut brittle for Christmas? Mrs. Weasley, Aunt Marge, McGonagall, or Hagrid? Correct answer. Mrs. Weasley. Exactly of half. Course. Got that right. What a sweetheart. And this is the final question of the round. Okay. What British comedy troupe inspired cockroach clusters? It's a real trivia thing. Was it the Hollow Men, the Mighty Boosh, Monty Python, or the Cambridge Footlights? What British comedy troupe inspired cockroach clusters? The correct answer was Monty Python, and 82% of people got this. Um, Fun fact. That must warm your heart, Eric, because you're a Monty Python fan. 
I really like them. I will say the Cambridge Footlights as a shout out had Emma Thompson, Stephen Fry, Hugh Laurie, and all these other like comedic and British royalties, though. So worth checking out. So let's take a look at the leaderboard. Oh, God, this is brutal. Just looking at the leaderboard now. Tara M is in first place with 562 points, followed well by done. Fizzing Wisby, 539, then Marg, Morg, sorry, at 537. Uh, Leah in fourth at 529, Atlanta Cat Mom at 527, Selena at 525. So still anybody's game, all very close. So time for our next round. And now we are getting into the owls. Ordinary wizarding levels. O-W-L-S, excuse me. Thank you, Dolores Eric. <laughs> <laughs> It, so we're starting off with charms. So all of these questions, these next 10, will be focused on charms. What is the first charm that Harry learns at Hogwarts? Is it the levitation charm, the wand lighting charm, summoning charm, or the sunshine, sunshine daisy butter bellow? <laughs> Say it 10 times fast. Sunshine daisy butter bellow. How's Make that? the stupid fat rat yellow. And the correct answer is the levitation charm, Wingardium Leviosa. It's Levi- Leviosa. There you go. Come oh, on, Mike. Sorry, Micah. Laura. <laughs> I did that on purpose. All right. Question 12. Which charm requires a secret keeper? The concealing charm, the containment charm, the shield charm, or the Fidelius charm? Which charm requires a secret keeper, concealing, containment, shield, or Fidelius? And of course, it's the Fidelius charm. And it looks like most people got that right. 85% correct. Yeah. Y'all have clearly been listening to chapter by chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they do listen. Oh, yay. (laughs) Next question. Which incantation is generally used to reverse a charm that has already been cast? Is it a resto? Finite incantatum, incantatum, priori incantatum, or a pisky? Which incantation is generally used to reverse a charm that has already been cast? Correct answer is finite incantatum. It's incantatum. Incantatum. (laughs) Also, Episki would work if you just try hard enough. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Question 14. What is the incantation for the full body bind charm? Is it A, immobilis? B, Bombarda, C, Petrificus Totalis, or D, Glacius. Correct answer was Petrificus Totalis. I think Bombarda is the strongest spell I can use on enemies in Hogwarts Legacy because I didn't end up getting the unforgivable. <laughs> so so yeah. is Glacius a Hogwarts Legacy spell? I don't remember it from the books. I think it's I think it's been in a couple of video games. There are video ga- there are spells that really only show up in like a lot of the video games, like Flipendo. I don't think Harry ever uses Flipendo in the books, but everyone knows it. Flipendo, <laughs> right? But Glacius is like an ice freezing kind of charm. Which of the following is not a dark charm? Is it a Jinx, a Horcrux, a Hex, or a Curse? Which of the following is not a dark charm? Jinx, Horcrux, Hex, or Curse? That one's tricky. And the correct answer is Horcrux. That tripped up a lot of people. Yeah. 29% got it correct. Well, because they're all dark, right? 
Yeah. But one of them was not a dark charm. Yes. Correct. Deductive reasoning. Does anybody else just see legalized gillyweed sitting back and just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. being content just, with her work? These questions are amazing. They pull influence from the books, Hogwarts Legacy, I think even some Fantastic Beasts potentially. So there's just a lot of work that went into these. Thomas said, so Horcrux good. is so dark, it was hard to click it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good uh, excuse. Question 16. What is the counter jinx to the dangling jinx? Is it Levioso, Libera Corpus, Levi Corpus, or Angelify? What's the counter jinx to the dangling jinx? Levioso, Libera Corpus, Levi Corpus, or Angelify? And of course, the answer is Libera Corpus. Think about it like liberate the body. Mm. Ooh, ooh, smart, uh, smart. We smart. got some love in the chat for the obvious Star Kid reference in <laughs> Angelify. <laughs> nice work, Nicole. One person voted for that, maybe just to support the uh, Star Kid reference. What is a spell I will never cast on my peanut butter and jelly? Angelify. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. What was the last spell Harry cast on Voldemort? Expelliarmus. Oh, I didn't start the question. Expelliarmus. <laughs> Avada Kedavra. Expecto Patronum. Or Serpentsorcia. What was the last spell Harry cast on Voldemort? And the correct answer was Expelliarmus. I feel like you kind of... Gave, gave it a away. hint on that one because <laughs> you you put great emphasis on the answer but it was just the first one i was just doing a snape impression that's all oh no 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 for sure i thought you were going to do that each of them though oh, like, I, I thought you were when you got into avada kedavra i thought you were gonna pull a voldemort and be like <laughs> 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 okay next question <laughs> which charm did Hermione use on Dumbledore's army coins? This is good stuff. Was it the Patronus communication charm, the amplifying charm, a.k.a. Sonorus, the Protean charm, or Oculus Reparo? Patronus communication, amplifying charm, Protean charm, or Oculus Reparo? The correct answer was the Protean charm, and 88% got this correct. Well done. Who wrote? The Standard Book of Spells. Miranda Goshawk, Mathilda Bagshot, Adalbert Waffling, or Quentin Trimble? Was it Miranda, Bathilda, Adalbert, or Quentin who wrote the Standard Book of Spells? Correct answer, Miranda Goshawk. Question 20. What is Rictum Sempra better known as? The Tickling Charm? The laceration charm, the cheering charm, or the wrecking charm. What kind of charm is rictum sempra? The tickling charm, laceration charm, cheering charm, or wrecking charm? I came in like a wrecking charm. <laughs> <laughs> it is the tickling charm. Tickling. This one's kind of a deep cut because we don't hear about this a whole lot, do we? No, uh, rictus isn't that like the body um, flinch like action? Yeah, on the, I think. Yeah, 
We have a true-false question now, penultimate question in this round. True or false, the Imperius Curse can be resisted. True. False. <laughs> true. False. The Imperius Curse can be resisted. Maybe this one didn't need to be 15 seconds. What do we choose? Yeah, I don't know. The Imperius Curse can be resisted. True or false? The answer is true. It can be resisted. We heard from SPF3000 in the chat who says, my knowledge of Latin is honestly the only thing getting me by here. Oh, nice. That helps with spells. It really does. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the only thing I've used it for since two years of Latin in high school. (laughs) Prepared you for this moment. To host Quizich Live (laughs) and not have to participate. So, Eric, this is the last question in the round. Okay. Uh, During which year does Hogwarts begin teaching nonverbal spells? Is it the fourth year, the fifth year, the sixth year, or the seventh year? What year does Hogwarts begin teaching nonverbal spells to students? I don't know this. Or seven, you wouldn't? (laughs) No. I actually, I this was one of the ones that I was like, oh yeah, it's C, the sixth year, and seventy-three percent of people answered that correctly. Nice job, y'all. All right, shake off those charms. All right, we're shaking them off. It's over. Here's the leaderboard. In first, we have Leia, followed by Tara M. and Robbie with 1,600-ish points. Fourth is Fizzing Wisby, and in fifth is Ravenclaw from Waxall with 1,472. Still, anybody's game. But for now, let's take a quick break because this week's episode is sponsored by Indeed. If you're hiring for your business on your own, you're as helpless as a Hogwarts student who forgot to study for their OWLs. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, and here's why. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring platform delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed can help you do it all. This is partly thanks to Instant Match, which gets you quality candidates the moment you sponsor a job. Their hiring platform does the hard work for you. They show you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have job requirements. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your post at Indeed.com slash MuggleCast. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash MuggleCast. Just go to Indeed.com slash MuggleCast and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash MuggleCast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right. Yeah. So potions. Which poison antidote comes from the stomach of a goat? Is it a bazore, aconite, lacewing flies, or dittany? Bazaar, aconite, lacewing flies, or dittany. What antidote comes from the stomach of a goat? You see it used in Half-Blood Prince on Ron. The correct answer is a bazaar. Whoa. Here is a Quizich Live first. A hundred percent of people answered correctly. Nice job, everybody. That was the bingo equivalent of a free space for everyone. There is a lot of emphasis on it, though, featured in, uh, you know, both Sorcerer's Stone, but also in Sorcerer's Stone film and Alan Rickman's impeccable delivery, I think, keeps this in people's minds. 
I think that's exactly right. All right, on to question 24. According to Dumbledore's studies, exactly how many uses of dragon's blood are there? Are there six, seven, eight, or 12 uses of dragon's blood? According to Dumbledore's studies, exactly how many uses of dragon's blood are there? Six, seven, eight, or 12? Correct answer, 12. Only 84% answered correctly. I honestly thought this was going to be another 100%. Another 100%. Yeah, yeah. So I will say, I can think of a 13th youth for dragon blood, youth, use for dragon's blood, which is this time of year, um, just sprinkle it on the walls for a spooky aesthetic. I bet that's not one of the 12. So there's more. I'm sure that seven being on there threw people off too. Yeah. All right. What is the first potion that the Gryffindor first years learn in the books? Is it a death cap drought, a sleeping drought, a potion to cure boils, or the Erudus potion? What is the first potion that the Gryffindor first years learn in the books? And the correct answer, this uh, got people tripped up too, a potion to cure boils. Just 38%. Nicole went for the jugular with this one. It's a, a bookism that was not adapted to the movie. And it's also not even a well-known kind of potion. It doesn't have as a potion to cure boil. It's unbelievable. Question 26. What would you get if you added powdered root of asphodel to an infusion <laughs> of wormwood? Would you get wolfsbane potion, the drought of living dead, the aging potion, or the elixir of euphoria? Elixir to induce euphoria sounds great. As does Wolfbane, Drought of the Living Dead, an aging potion. Which one? Powder root of asphodel, infusion of wormwood. Drought of the Living Dead. And 66% of people correctly guessed the draft of the living dead. Uh, wow. My impression of Alan Rickman or Snape uh, did not immediately give this one away, as it turns out. <laughs> I actually think that should have been Drought of Living Death. Oh, the Living Dead is something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but sorry. That's okay. Next question. Which potion grants its drinker healing from injuries? Is it Felix Felicis, Wiganweld, Amortentia, or the Pepper Up Elixir? What potion grants its drinker healing from injuries? Felix Felicis, Wiganweld, Amortentia, or Pepper Up? I love that last one. Pepper Up, kid! Correct answer. Wiganweld. We see it a lot in Hogwarts Legacy. Very dependent on it in that game. Yes. And you always know you're entering some kind of boss fight when you get into like the antechamber and it's like, here, have five Wigan Weld. That's like, so oh, true. Oh, crap. <laughs> here it comes. Here it comes. This is like preparing for Ganon in Tears of the Kingdom yeah. and eating all that sunroot. And you just like, how many can oh, I possibly man. collect? I'm still there. The I haven't done it yet. I, me too. I haven't in like six months. I'm like, no, I didn't grab enough of that Sky Palace. What? I already saved Hyrule. You guys got to get going. No. Come on. No. Princess Zelda needs you. Saves her forever. Zelda's fine. She's flying high. Question 28. Which potion is known for its mother of pearl sheen? Is it Amortentia, Felix Felicis, Veritaserum, or the Drink of Despair? Which potion is known for its mother of pearl sheen? Amortentia, Felix Felicis, Veritaserum, or Drink of Despair? 
And of course, it's Amortentia, the love potion. This one kind of threw me. These are all attractive sounding potions. Mm -hmm. Not the drink of despair, but you can see the drink (laughs) of despair being like this glassy kind of, you know, reflective kind of thing. Isn't every glass of alcohol a drink of despair? (laughs) It is a depressant. So I guess. Yeah, right. I was looking at my beer last night and I was like, this is a drink of despair. Yeah, it just depends on why you're consuming it, right? But I will say I could see this being tricky because Felix Felicis, if I recall correctly, is described as being sparkly in the books, having sort of a sparkly presence. But that's a little different than being having a sheen. Elliot (laughs) says, drink of despair, definitely tequila. I don't know about that. I I usually have a great time when I drink tequila. I don't know about y'all. It starts great. <laughs> <laughs> Never ends well. No. Uh, to to people in the comments, uh, in general, saying that we are pronouncing draft wrong, drought draft. I we know that. I still can't ever change it. I can't stop myself from saying drought. Something to know about me: I'm terrible at pronunciation. So just forgive me. You're terrible at what pronunciation? I'm really oh. glad that this got called out because every time it's been mispronounced, I've twitched a little bit here with it, my mute look, button on. They should just spell it with an F. Like drafty, it's getting drafty in here. Yes. Yes. Be done with it. Draft a resignation from MuggleCast for not being able to pronounce <laughs> Harry Potter terms correctly. Next question. Which of the following is not an ingredient of polyjuice potion? Not grass. Fluxweed. Lacewing flies or booba tuber pus, which are the following not an ingredient of polyjuice, not grass, flexweed, lacewing flies, booba tuber pus, booba tuber pus. Fun word to say. <laughs> that is a fun correct answer. D booba tuber pus. So the correct answer was not, not grass. <laughs> not, oh, I not, see what I not. see what you did there. Question 30 How long does a single serving of Felix Felicis last? Is it six hours, eight hours, 12 hours, or 24 hours? A single serving, that's a funny way of describing it, of Felix Felicis. Uh, Six hours, eight hours, 12 hours, or 24. And according to the FDA, it's 12 hours. (laughs) Uh, Which is great. And 36% of people answered correctly. So this is really, it's still anybody's game, I'm sure. So people were hoping that uh it was very split 33% it was thought it was 24 hours that'd be nice 22% thought it was just 6 hours i would have even guessed 1 hour um yeah if i were playing i feel like usually and i don't think this is a a spoiler but if you're being asked a question that has a numerical answer there's a very high likelihood the answer is either 7 or 12 <laughs> Uh, that's I, I've seen that called out before. It's always either seven or 12, I think Nicole said. Mm-hmm. But if you have luck that lasts longer than 12 hours, you should consult a physician. <laughs> All right. Next question. What potion did Arthur have to take every hour after being attacked by Nagini? Every hour. Is it Skelligro, the blood replenishing potion, Mandrake Tonic, or Wigan Weld? <laughs> probably can eliminate one of these Skelligro, blood replenishing potion mandrake tonic or wigan weld what did arthur take and the correct answer is the blood replenishing potion that one got close 90 percent of people um 
I like this potion because it just does what the body naturally does, but better, a little bit faster, a little bit like, you know, peps you up. Mm -hmm. Question 32, which commercial potion is credited as providing the Potter family with their wealth? How do they get all those galleons? Is it Madame Pimpernel's beautifying potion, Brock Bracey's teeth straightener, Billy's eyelash extenders, or Sleek Easy's hair potion? Which commercial potion gave the Potters their wealth, Madame Pimpernel's beautifying potion, Brock Bracey's teeth straightener, Billy's eyelash extenders, or Sleek Easy's hair potion? And that was a mouthful of a question. <laughs> uh, the answer, somewhat ironically, Sleek Easy's hair potion. Apparently... Uh, James never used it or it didn't work for him. <laughs> Not a great endorsement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was from Extended Canon. This was a Pottermore thing. And uh, we've got a few more James Potter questions coming up in the last round of this game. But yeah, this one's great. Deep cut. Next question. Which of the following does Harry not smell in his Amortentia? Is it campfire, treacle tart, broomstick handle, a floral scent that vaguely reminds him of the burrow. Which of the following does Harry not smell in his Amortentia? Correct answer, campfire. Mm, that's the one I would, would want to smell. smell. I would smell a campfire and probably like gasoline. In my gasoline? <laughs> yeah, it smells awesome. What? <laughs> it does. Gasoline? You pump gas? Yes. People are usually very split on that. You either love the smell of gasoline or you hate it. I have never heard this before. This is oh, shocking. Oh, I me. understand they don't go well with campfires. But yeah, campfires, the things you put in campfires when they burn and gasoline. All right. Am I well, an arsonist? I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> Smelling, sniffing gas. Don't smell gas, people. <laughs> Listen, kids. All right. Last one of this round. What is Mertlap Essence reported to do? Is it? Restoring the drinker's sight? Healing skin surface injuries? Is it magical cleaning solution? Or does it relieve cold symptoms? What is Mertlap Essence reported to do? Let's ask Newt's commander. The correct answer is that it heals skin surface injuries. So that's what Jacob uh, was uh, attempted to be given um, after being bitten, I believe from the creature from the briefcase. Okay, and that is the end of the round. So let's once again go to the leaderboard to see how people are doing. Leah in first place, 2,650 points. Dahlia, 2,465. LC, 2,414. Fourth place, Atlanta Cat Mom has uh, been hanging in strong, 2,367. And number five in fifth place, Mikey, not to be confused, I don't think, with our old uh, friend Mikey B, 2,363. Who knows, though? Who knows? It was his birthday this past week, so uh, I hope oh, he's out. Happy birthday. Partying. Yeah. Well, I think Leah's been hanging out in first place for a couple of rounds now. Yeah. yeah congratulations. And uh, just want to give a shout out to Atlanta Cat Mom, uh, fellow Atlanta girly over here. Great to have you. I also seem to be observing that Leah is the only person who's answered 31 questions correct. Ooh. That is the highest, followed by Dahlia in second place uh, with 30. I know nothing. Jon Snow has also gotten 30. Brittany Reynolds also 30. So those are shout out to all y'all who are getting lots of questions correct. 
So the next round will be DADA, Defense Against the Doc Ots. Well, how many unforgivable curses are there? Three, four, seven, or twelve. How many unforgivable curses are there? I'm gone. Is it seven or is it twelve? We were just talking about them. And they are so named. Why, Eric? Because the use of any one will earn you a one-way ticket. Ticket. Azkaban. The correct answer is three. As far as we know, anyway, right? Yeah, that's true. And yeah, this is a notable exception to what I said like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, you just, (laughs) you you gave them the wrong advice, at least for that question. All right, question 36. Which dark spell is known to be able to destroy horcruxes? Is it wildfire, fiendfire, prismatic wall, or arcade fire? (laughs) Which dark spell can destroy a horcrux? Wildfire, fiendfire, prismatic wall, or arcade fire? (laughs) And it is fiendfire. See this in Deathly Hallows. The room of requirement. Next question. Who wrote The Dark Forces, A Guide to Self-Protection? Quentin Trimble, Labatius Borge, Gildory Lockhart, Emmerich Switch. Who wrote The Dark Forces, A Guide to Self-Protection? Quentin Trimble, Labatius Borge, Gildory Lockhart, Emmerich Switch. Correct answer. Ah, I love this guy. Quentin Trimble. I have all of his books. A couple of them signed. (laughs) This this is one of the funniest or most fun names, I think. Um, Somebody who writes a Defense Against the Dark Arts book should not be trembling. Yes. But yes. he's tremble. You know, maybe he has a healthy respect for the dark arts. He trembles. <laughs> Question 38. How many times did Tom Riddle apply for the Defense Against the Dark Arts professorship? Was it once, twice, three times of oldie, or zero times that he applied for the DADA professorship? How many times did Tom Riddle apply? One, two, three, or zero times? The correct answer was twice. Hmm. He actually applied two times. And 52% of people. What, uh, what's the spread on answers for that, Andrew? Well, uh, we've got uh, 36% said uh, <laughs> three, and uh, 11% said one. Just one person voted zero times. So no seven or 12 there. Where do Kappas dwell? Question 39. Shallow ponds, urban areas, high-altitude environments, or tall grass? Where do those kappas hang out? Shallow ponds, urban areas, high-altitude environments, or tall grass? And the correct answer is shallow ponds. I think we see some of them potentially in Goblet of Fire? Or am I making that up? Uh... I might be making that up. We saw one in... uh... (laughs) Go ahead, Laura. I think we actually see them in Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire, if I recall correctly. They're not very nice from what I remember either. Question 40. Which sound is fatal to a basilisk? Is it the mandrake scream, a rooster's crow, a baby's laughter, or nails on a chalkboard? Which sound is fatal to a basilisk? Mandrake scream, rooster's crow, baby's laughter, or nails on a chalkboard? The answer, of course, is a rooster's crow. Remember in Chamber of Secrets, somebody, (coughs) Jenny, killed all of Hagrid's roosters. (laughs) 
Something to know about me, nails on a chalkboard is what's fatal to me. I was going to say, have they tested nails on a chalkboard against a basilisk? Because uh, that seems... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's actually how Professor Binns died. (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally put the chalk the wrong way across. No, no, he was was testing it out the theory and it it didn't work. I just piercing my ears just like thinking of it. Laura, I really thought that you had turned a corner with Ginny after the discussion on the girls episode. Um, oh no! I, uh, no, honestly, I I definitely feel I, I think a little differently towards Jenny. That wasn't a dig at her; it was just a reminder to the audience that she murdered all these. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah. honestly, like it was really Tom Riddle by proxy, you know. Fair. So not her fault. She was traumatized. Next question: Who of the following is canonically not? A DADA professor. N- who is not canonically a DADA professor? Isadora Morganock, Barty Crouch Jr., Amicus Caro, or Eulalie Hicks? Uh oh, this one's going to screw people up. Mm-hmm. Canonically not a DADA professor. Correct answer. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, Eulalie Hicks. Only 21% of people got this correct. Eulalie Hicks is a charms professor. That's correct. We apologize for the confusion, but I guess y'all are also fake fans. Okay, let's move on. Also, you know who? <laughs> oh you know God. who else? You know who else isn't a DADA professor? Albus Dumbledore. He taught Transfiguration. <laughs> and depending on your canon, I'm glad that wasn't an answer. Okay, next question: The defensive spell Reducto does what to its opponent? Does it shrink it, disarm it, blast it to pieces, or confuse it? The defensive spell Reducto. Shrink it, disarm it, blast it to pieces, or confuse it. I think I've discovered my new um, exclamation when I get angry. I'm going to say blast it to pieces. (laughs) Number C. Blast it. Blast it to pieces. Well, speaking of Ginny, too. Oh, yeah. Her Reducto is almost as terrifying as her bat bogey hex. I feel like her Reducto, Reducto is her signature spell, I think. Kind of like Expelliarmus is Harry's signature spell. Well, this one could be tricky, too, because if you think of reducing something, naturally you would think shrinking it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's clever. And that's why 19% said shrink it. All right. Uh, what is the incantation to the blocking jinx? Is it impedimenta, protego, expecto patronum, or Expelliarmus? What is the incantation to the blocking jinx? Impedimenta, Protego, Expecto Patronum, or Expelliarmus? Correct answer is Impedimenta. Question 44. Before its attempt to kill Dumbledore, how many Muggles' lives was the cursed opal necklace rumored to have taken? 12, 13, 19, or 22. How many muggle lives were claimed by the cursed opal necklace before it tried to kill Dumbledore? 12, 13, 19, or 22. Do we go with the rule that might may or may not be a rule? Y'all, I don't y'all, know. This I don't is, know. This is. <laughs> yep. No, 19. you don't. I call <laughs> shenanigans on that rule. It is not 12, which was the top answer. 50% of people were like, we don't effing know. Let's Sorry. just choose 12. I see. I'm I'm getting called out. Uh, I'm been getting put on blast in the chat right now. And I, you know what? I accept it. I accept the feedback. I'm, 
uh, you know, I'm someone who welcomes it. Thank you for helping me improve. Gandalf said in all caps, bad <laughs> advice, Laura. And we're now keeping up this message on the screen for the remainder of today's message. <laughs> I forgot how many numerical questions there were in here. Okay. We're just playing. Leia Jameson also pointed out that 19% answered 19. That's fun. That's interesting. Oh. 19 is the new seven, basically. <laughs> True. Well, next year is our 19th anniversary, y'all. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, my God. <laughs> can, can you please put up uh, Jack Jack Wes's <laughs> message yet? You are our friend. I'm just going to go back and forth between not cool, Laura. You are our friend. Not cool, Laura. You are our friend. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I think... Uh, the boys are going to vote me off the island. I freaking of this. love StreamYard, by the way. It's the <laughs> yeah. best. We can throw up comments. You're really we good got at ticker. it. You are so good at it, Andrew. Oh, Shout out thanks. to Andrew yes. for running all of this thanks. consistently every single time. I got this on lock. If we want to do trivia things daily, like that's cool. This is fun. We're oh, all having fun here. Hey, someone else is pointing out in here. Uh, Naz Mulda, 12 plus 7 equals 19. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's all coming together. We're like Swifties cracking the codes. That's Nazmath, everybody. Oh, man. Beautiful. In addition to Dementors, what other magical creature does the Patronus charm defend against? Is it the Leatherfold, the Basilisk, the Boggart, or the Obscurus? In addition to Dementors, what other magical creature does the Patronus charm defend against? Another tricky one for people. The correct answer is the Leatherfold. And just 31% got that right. Most people actually thought it was the Bogarts. This is one of them that I seem to remember committing to memory when reading Fantastic Beasts for the first time because I thought it was really interesting. The Leatherfold is like this cloak that wraps itself around you. Reminds me of a Dementor a little bit. Next question which is the end of the round. Which of the following will not help you identify a werewolf? Is it a tufted tail, aw, dental patterns, a snout shape, or odor of garlic? Which of the following will not help you identify a werewolf? Tufted tail, dental patterns, snout shape, or odor of garlic? I also regret that you can't just ask them, excuse me, sir, are you a werewolf? The correct answer was odor of garlic. The werewolves do not smell of garlic. That's a nasty rumor that somebody started. It's not true. I love garlic for the record. I know some people are not fans of the smell, but. Is it as controversial as cilantro? Because I've never met anybody who doesn't like garlic. I, I actually know some people who don't like garlic. And as a big garlic fan, if I am given a recipe that contains garlic, I automatically double the recommended amount of it. Okay. So, now I understand why your friends don't like garlic. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> All right. So well, I guess let's... you could identify me with that. <laughs> Leah, still in first place, 3,387 wow. points. Morg97 has jumped up here, uh, 3,266. Dahlia, 3,255. LC, 3,196. Inaya, with a heart emoji, 3,104. So we've had a little shakeup in the leaderboard, it seems like. Leah, still the only person to have guessed, answered the most questions correctly. Um, Let's verify Leah is not the creator of this 
Quizage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, legalized Gillyweed is the creator. Yeah, but is she posing as Leah? That's no. That's I see I... legalized Gillyweed in the chat, so we're safe. What? I, I'm not. Conv- Laura, you're you inv- you like true crime. I or you know, yeah, it's not I'm... that simple, right? No, I mean, I think that we like to lead with assuming positive intent. Oh, right? wait. Legalized Gillyweed said, I, I am not Leah. Leah. That that solves it. I'm convinced. I am not a cat. That's the energy it's giving. I am not a cat. All right. We have a couple more rounds today. But first, the holiday season is quickly approaching. And this week's sponsor, Uncommon Goods, is here to take the stress out of holiday shopping. If you want to hear, where do you get that? This holiday season, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Here's a few of my favorite gifts that I found on their site. Laura, I know Mark A. loves to cook and B. loves video games, right? That is true. Okay, they have the Ultimate Gamers Cookbook, okay? Uh, We're merging, okay? Yeah. Does anyone love pickleball? How about a Pickles playing pickleball sweatshirt? Bonus, it's a low-key MuggleCast reference. Or for the Andrew Simses of the world, how about a gin-making kit? Hint, hint. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high-quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. Personally, I hate giving someone just a gift card, blah, or something that feels a little more generic. I just love gifting something that's unique to the person and tells that person, you put some thought into the gift. So this is why I just love Uncommon Goods. Such an amazing website. We got a discount for everybody. To get 15% off your next gift, go to UncommonGoods.com slash MuggleCast. That's UncommonGoods.com slash MuggleCast for 15% off your gift. Save a little money this holiday shopping season. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. I will say that I did 80% of my Christmas shopping last year on Uncommon Goods. And that 15% discount came in clutch. What a ringing endorsement, doing all your shopping on Uncommon Goods. I love that. I got some amazing gifts for people. I think that I had the most creative Christmas gifts in my family last year. Just saying. That is a source of pride. I love it when I can do that. So next round is Transfiguration. Yes, it is. In Harry's first ever Transfiguration lesson, what does McGonagall turn her desk into? Is it a mouse, a cat, a teacup, or a pig? In Harry's first ever transfiguration lesson, what does McGonagall turn her desk into? Mouse, cat, teacup, or pig? And she must have been channeling her inner Hagrid from earlier in the book because it is a pig. Question 48. In what year do Hogwarts students begin human transfiguration? Very risky. In their fourth year, their fifth year, their sixth year, or their seventh year. In what year do Hogwarts students begin human transfiguration? The fourth, the fifth, the sixth, or the seventh? And let's see what the answer is. It's their sixth year. Wow. Next question. What is the incantation used to transfigure animals into water goblets? Is it aguamente, repairafarge, 
Ava Flores, <laughs> Veraverto. What is the incantation used to transfigure animals into water goblets? Aguamente, Reparaferge, Ava Flores, or Veraverto. It's the one I can pronounce pretty well. Veraverto. Veraverto. And I could actually see this one being confusing. If you're thinking about water goblets and you hear Aguamenti. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Most people seem to know it, though. 70% yep. got that right. 7% said well Aguamenti. Yeah. Am I correct in thinking that that scene, because it's in the movie, but not in the books, that they do this specific spell? Wasn't there a scene where there were going to be monkeys used? for a different sequence and it ended up being filmed but not able to be included because the monkeys were naughty yes anybody remember this i I do remember the story was it in tom felton's autobiography or maybe not oh i don't know i didn't read that yeah interesting it was somewhere yeah the monkeys were doing a lot of things that we can't say on this morgan may says release the monkey cut Uh, (laughs) okay question 50 so far in Hogwarts, transfiguration is mandatory until what year? Is it your fourth year, fifth year, sixth year, or seventh year? So transfiguration is mandatory until what year of Hogwarts schooling? This makes sense. I assume it would come in handy. It's one of the basic easy, or not easy, but you know, worth knowing skills. Correct answer was fifth year. So transfiguration is mandatory until your fifth year. Question 51. How many exceptions are there to Gamp's law of elemental transfiguration? God, I wouldn't know this. Four, five, <laughs> six, or seven. How many exceptions to Gamp's law of elemental transfiguration? Four, five, six, or seven. And Laura's about to get a lot more hate in I the know, chat. I know. <laughs> the correct oh, answer is five. I, I feel like I have to issue a retraction. Don't follow my advice. It may or may not be wrong. <laughs> we trusted you. <laughs> we should have put a disclaimer on. <laughs> you weren't our friend. I know. No no more helpful hints from Laura. <laughs> now Smulda says 12 minus 7 equals 5. Oh, there you 12 go. Minus... <laughs> See? See, there is always a connection. Connecting the threads, connecting the numbers. <laughs> We're going to be doing this now all through our chapter by chapter. Well, this number appeared. It's not a 7. It's not a 12. But guess what? If you subtract, you get the Unbelievable. All right. Question 52. True or false? Nonverbal spells are covered in owls level work. True or false? Nonverbal spells are covered in OWLS level work. And the answer is false. All right. And this is the final question of the round. What was considered to be the most challenging spell in the Transfiguration OWLS? Was it the vanishing spell? The summoning spell? the conjuring spell, or the transformation spell. What was considered to be the most challenging spell in the Transfiguration OWLS? Vanishing, summoning, conjuring, or transformation? Votes are pretty split up here. Correct answer was A, vanishing spell, which is 46%. Getting that right. People pretty split between conjuring spell and transformation spell as well. 
So let's look at the leaderboard once again. And Leah still holding in strong at first place with 3,900 points, followed by Dahlia, 3,600, Morg, 97, 3,649. Anaya moved up, I believe, one position to 3,620. And then a new person in the top five, Carbonic, with 3,612. Okay. Now we are on to the James and Lily round. Dun, dun, dun. Which these questions. Thank you to Nicole for all of the hard, hard, hard owl questions. This is the part of our Halloween howl quizich where we um, honor and remember those who died on Halloween, namely the parents of the boy who lived. Question one or 54, depending on who's counting. How many <laughs> times did James and Lily defy the Dark Lord? There's a prophecy about this. Was it one time, three times, seven times, or ten times? Don't follow my advice. If Lily, <laughs> if Lily and James defied him ten times, Voldemort has a problem. <laughs> the correct answer was thrice or three. So I feel good about that. Ninety percent of y'all got that right. All right. Uh, it happened on Halloween, but in what year did James and Lily meet their untimely fate? Was it 1979, 80, 81, or 82? What year did Voldemort murder James and Lily Potter? 79, 80, 81, or 82? The correct answer is 1981. 1981. Springsteen, Madonna, James and Lily murdered. <laughs> oh my God. Keep going. And there was U2 and Ponte, Voldemort. Thrice to five. <laughs> I just, uh, I just want to call out that none of the answers here were seven or twelve, so there was no chance of people getting it wrong because of me. But Elliot to say there is a seven in 1979. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't correct, but you know, I sense a new show joke coming on. Yes, just yeah. want to say. <laughs> How about a T-shirt that does like all the different math, like like twelve uh, minus seven oh, equals yeah. five, you know, etc. All right. Add it to the list. All right. Question 56. This is going to be a tricky one. What was Lily's maiden name? The answer is not 7 or 12, though. So <laughs> you have that going for you. Uh, is it A, Evan, B, Evans, C, Evan, with two N's, or D, Evans, with two N's? <laughs> I was a real ass on that question. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> this, one, this one is a jerk question. Uh, the answer is B. Evans. Oh, but wow. Most, 94%. Most people got that right. Give people credit, Mike. <laughs> well done. And you said numbers aren't involved here, Laura, but um, E is the fifth letter of the alphabet. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Who first told Lily that she was a witch? Petunia, James, Lupin, or Snape? Who first told Lily that she was a witch? Petunia, James, Lupin, Snape. And the answer was Snape. And Snape begins with an S, just like seven, <laughs> this according to is SBF. unhinged at this point. Oh, my God. What are James Potter's parents' names is the next hardest question that we've ever asked. Oh, yeah. Are they Fergus and Eleanor, Fleamont and Euphemia, Florian and Eileen, or Fletcher and Evangeline? These are all honestly equal options. James Potter's parents' names. The correct answer is Fleamont and Euphemia. 44% Andrew, show us the spread. 
All right. So the next one was Florian and Eileen. Were the thinking Florian Fortescue and Eileen Prince? By the way, were the inspiration for uh, that uh, answer. Tricky, Very tricky. Nice, nice. I never would have known this one. I where'd you get uh, Evangeline from? I started looking up names that start with E, <laughs> names that start with F. <laughs> well, it's just wizarding enough. I really like that. I mean, those are some rough names, by the way, for Fergus. Yeah, they are. Anyway. All right. Uh, in their fifth year, who did Lily tell James she'd rather date than him? Was it Snape, Peeves, Professor Bins, or the giant squid? In their fifth year, who did Lily tell James she would rather date than him, Snape, Peeves, Bins, or the giant squid? And the correct answer is the giant squid. Pretty sure Yikes. there's a fan fiction. Oh, I'm sure. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, that would be canon compliant. McGonagall too. Uh, yeah, the McGonagall one is real. <laughs> Unfortunately. All right. And we are ending the round here. Uh, so to wrap this round up, what character came to the Potter home for Harry's first birthday tea? Aww. So cute. Was it Dumbledore, Sirius Black, Bathilda Bagshot, or Petunia Dursley? Who came to the Potter home for Harry's first birthday tea? Was it Dumbledore, Sirius Black, Bathilda Bagshot, or Petunia Dursley? And the answer, of course, Bathilda Bagshot. This becomes very important uh, towards the end of the series, thinking about Bathilda's importance to Godric's Hollow. And it looks like a lot of people got this right, but we did trip some people up. 64% answered correct. Yes. Yeah. Let's look at the rankings now. And Leah still in first, 4,413. Morg, 97, 4,355. Dahlia, 4,321. Um, Robbie, 4,303. And Carbonic, 4,252. So very close lead at the top. This final question is worth 500 points. So here's what's different. For the first time in Quizage Live history, you are going to input a number. This is not a multi-choice question, and it should just be a number pad that comes up for you, okay? And we're talking numerical. Just pop in the numerical. Don't spell out the number. Numerical. Bonus final question. What episode number was our very first Halloween episode in 2005? 20 seconds. Go. What episode number was our very first Halloween episode in 2005? This is so mean. <laughs> Take this back. Hey, <laughs> it's a MuggleCast quiz. It's live. We can ask a MuggleCast question. And I wanted to answer, put it in quick because I didn't want to uh, give people a chance to get Googling. All right. So this is fun. So uh, we can see every number that people submitted. The correct answer was 13. And wasn't that perfect? That was perfect. First perfect. Halloween episode, Unlucky 13. It just happened that way. So can we... Oh, look. Oh, this is so great. So we can see what people submitted here. Oh, wow. <laughs> what was the most popular? Seven. 15 oh. people guessed seven. <clears throat> Laura. 12 people guessed 12. <clears throat> Laura. Hey, I gave my disclaimer. Don't <laughs> listen to me. Yeah. Seven actually would have not been that bad of a guess because if you think we when we start August of two thousand five, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that thirteen. Would, we 
We hit the ground running and didn't miss a week. And that episode was released uh, October 30th, 2005, and included discussion on the events that took place on Halloween across the series thus far. And we talked about some news and stuff as well. 13 people guess 13. Yeah. And this is weird. And 12 guess 12. Like, what is going on? So many tricks. All right. So let's see who won Quizage Live. And actually, we have an end of game twist. Third place is Dahlia with 4,300. Well done, Dahlia. Second place, Leah, 4,413. And in first place, drumroll please, Morg, 97. Morg, seven. Congratulations, Morg. Coming in clutch at the end there. But obviously, shout out to Leah too. Very, very uh, job. Very well done. Leah did get the most questions answered correctly. 53. Uh, Morg and Anaya got 52. And then, so uh, rounding out the top five, Robbie was in fourth place and then Carbonic fifth place. So all of you will get first access to the MuggleCast Overstock Soar with Morg, Morgan, getting uh, two items and then uh, the remaining four winners getting one. I think we should give Leah two questions or two uh, items too, because she got the most questions right and she came in second. I agree with that. Well, let's check with Morgan. Morgan, are you okay with that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Morgan, it's up to you. Mike is known for um, stretching our wallet thin. So um... being liberal in the (laughs) gift. Hey, you talked about needing to clear our closets of this stuff. So that really sold. Gandalf says Morg97 has a seven in their name. So this was actually destiny. Uh, Predestined. This was fortuitous. This is the rule of nine sevens. And nine minus seven is two. Means nothing. Well, I have to say, this has probably been one of the most fun Quizage lives we've done yet. Agreed. Yeah. Again, I just love the crowd participation and StreamYard, which is the the visual you're seeing here with all of us combined with the Quizage. It really is just a great tool. So for next week's episode of MuggleCast, for the first time ever, we've got an all-girls MuggleCast hosted by Laura, co-hosted by our social media manager, Chloe. Guest hosted by Eric's girlfriend and super Harry Potter fan Meg, as well and as MuggleCast transcriber and MuggleCast transcriber right. and a millennial co host Pam. It was such a great discussion. It was so fun. Stay tuned for that next week. And then regular chapter by chapter episodes return November 14th. And by the way, starting with our November 14th episode, we'll be moving from recording that prior Saturday to the prior Thursday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Heads up for patrons. If you had fun during this live event and you're not a patron, we're having fun like this all the time on the live streams. Patreon.com slash MuggleCast is where you can listen live and participate in our Discord chat. It's so much fun. Please do join us there. We couldn't do this without you. This uh, trivia system costs money to run. Um, so we really appreciate your support so that we can do fun things like this and continue prioritizing the show in our lives. So thanks everybody so much for your support. Don't forget that store, the MuggleCast Overstock store will be opening up in a couple weeks. Patrons will get first access to the store along with a discount code since they support us there already. If you enjoy the show and think other muggles would too, tell a friend about the podcast and we'd also appreciate if you left us a review in your favorite podcast app that helps us be discovered by new listeners 
Again, patreon.com slash mugglecast is where you can support us and you'll receive early access to the show, ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, yearly physical gifts, and much more. If you're an Apple Podcast subscriber, you can tap into the show and receive early and ad-free access to each episode I see (laughs) for $2.99 a month currently. And whether you pledge through Patreon or Apple Podcasts, free trials and annual subscriptions are available. And lastly, visit MuggleCast.com for transcripts, social media links, our full episode archive, our favorite episodes, and to contact us. And by the way, hit up our YouTube channel. Just search MuggleCast Quizage on YouTube and you'll find previous Quizage installments, including a Halloween one. And just wanted to say a special thank you again to Nicole slash legalized gillyweed slash maybe leah just kidding um (laughs) we really appreciate the questions so yeah thank you very much that definitely helped and 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 that helps us do these more often when um somebody volunteers uh to do a lot of that figuring out absolutely this has been a lot of fun thank you everybody thank you thanks for listening to this week's episode we'll be back next week with the all girls muggle cast i'm andrew i'm eric I'm Micah. And I'm Laura. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.